Module three, branch two. Is a mistake a misery or a miracle? Often what we deem as good turns into bad, and often what we deem as really troublesome turns into a miracle and a goodness for us. Being able to measure the dualities of life and understand that sometimes impressions can change depending on the moment is where the birth of wisdom occurs. Wisdom becomes our companion to understand that the same task, the same situation can be good for us or bad for us, depending how we handle it and depending on the outcome. If we deem it bad because we expected a different outcome, but we have a miracle from it, then it's a blessing. Which eye are you giving things? This is a time to take distance, to reevaluate the gains and the losses. What are you deeming as a gain and what are you deeming as a loss? How are you measuring it? Against what? Do you see the goodness that comes out of situations that were deemed as bad? Do you see the wisdom that you have gained? Are you appreciating even the good that comes out of bad situations? Are you able to measure it and say, yes, thank you. It's been beautiful. Whereas everybody's looking at it as a disaster for you, you're actually appreciating the beauty of what you gained from it. It's worth a challenge to see what you can appreciate even in the bad moments. Look at Cinderella's journey. Is Cinderella's fate terrible and was she negative because of her wicked stepmother? Or did she help out as much as she could? Would she have still gained the love of the prince if she had been a negative character? And is her journey ending beautiful or was it terrible? She married the prince. She had a terrible childhood. So there was a good outcome that came from a bad situation. If she had been resentful and wicked, what good would have come of it? Nothing. Could she have wanted to change her fate or do something differently? Or was she accepting of it and happy? Knowing that she had jealous people around her. If she made mistakes, did she beat herself up? Or did she accept them willingly and grow from them and become more humble? and serving. You know, the story of Cinderella can help a lot of us to figure out mistakes made, things gained. It's worth looking at it. It's a childhood legend, and it's something that carries a lot of weight if we look at it from the right eye. If we want other people to forgive our mistakes, are we able to forgive theirs? What is this journey of forgiveness? What does it require? Does it require you going backwards and seeing the things you did, but actually being able to see it from the eye of the other person? Are you able to look at things differently to know that you can let go? You can allow what was to be and then look forward to what might be in the future. Accepting our past and everything that happened and all the mistakes we made is a step towards happiness and peace and joy. Holding demons holds no value. What if someone doesn't know that they've made a mistake with you? What if they can't understand how you're perceiving something because they were brought up with different values? 
What if they can't get the point you're trying to make of what you deem as right? Not because they don't care and they have bad intentions, but because they just don't have the same DNA, they don't have the same values, they don't have the same education. They function from their mind rather than from their heart. They function from their logic rather than empathy. What if you're holding something against someone that they have no clue? You're holding bad intentions as a result, but they're not. And they are free in their belief and you're treating them badly based on what you think. Rather than opening the eye, call it a third eye, call it whichever eye you like. It's the eye of the deeper eye. And see what you could do differently in your thought process to invite forgiveness and allow yourself, force yourself to try and perceive something from someone else's perspective. Completely different perspective, but you can welcome it because all of us are unique and all of us are different. No two people function the same way. People don't function the way we do. So what if you could turn the eye and say, well, it's actually my duty to try and figure out the logic behind that person's perspective. It's my duty to figure out their thought process and understand it from their eye, not from mine. Remove my eye completely and see it from theirs. As a first task, that would be amazing in terms of bridging things together. Because if you're able to say, well, I don't agree with your standpoint, but I understand it, that's already validation. And that's already giving a person a voice, allowing them to have a different opinion than you do, even if you don't like it, but you can accept it. That's what boundaries are about. Pain allows us to appreciate life so much more. People who've not gone through any hazardous situations don't understand the value of the little things. It's only when people have lost something that they appreciate its value. So if you take pain as a measure of bliss, of joy, of gratitude, and you say to yourself, it's by going through pain that I am a more wholesome person, it actually makes you more generous, more forgiving, more open, more welcoming rather than closed and resentful. You should take every bad experience you've had as a beautiful lesson to make you a bigger person, to make you a more wholesome person, to appreciate the nuances of life and the depth of life. Every moment counts. Did you imagine your today to look the way it does or did you imagine it differently? Can you perceive it differently again tomorrow? Can you improve on your today? What is holding you back? What is stopping you? What is it that you can do to make it better? Proactively, with generosity, today.